0: It's three o'clock on the Blitz 1170, and that means it's time for the show with Pop and Colby. I start looking around. I'm like, Who wants some of this? I
1: would think you would
0: have a little bit more self awareness. Yum, yum! Give me some.
1: <laughs> Although that might have just ended any and all <laughs> chances just, of it. I just ever killed
0: happened. it. Scott File is alongside, trying to keep them on time. It's technically a sports show, but that's debatable. What?
1: Like, you just deserve to not yeah. have penalties Wait. called against you because you're Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Well,
2: while Dan Cooper looks at Rico Dowdle's appendage.
1: Daddy, oh, look at that. Look at this, look at that. What did you say Candace Bergen looked like?
2: Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like Peter Weller. In the suit. We just want to have fun, real talk. I'll never call my bits little again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Robo got upset. I've never tasted a peacock.
1: My wife's a, a horse person. Blasting their way across Oklahoma.
0: It's the show with Pop and Colby on the Blitz 1170. How young is too young to have your prostate checked? All right, give me the call letters again. Uh, KTSB, the Blitz
2: 1170. KTSB at the plate and whammy. The Blitz 1170, you betcha.
1: What is happening? Happy Tuesday afternoon. I'm Colby Daniels, along with Jeremy Poplin and Scott File on the other side of the glass in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. It is the show... Here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Although I sound like I'm in a good mood, it is somewhat of a sad day. On top of just absolutely freezing all day long, college football season has come to an end. Gentlemen, what is happening on this Tuesday?
0: You know, last night we leaned in and we gave our sweet little prince college football a kiss right on the forehead and said, good night, sweet one. We'll see you at some point in the near future. Now you're going to look drastically different than what we're used to, but we will see you again. We will see you again. Just depends on how much other nonsense happens, how faster that we'll <laughs> actually see you, but we will see you again. And last night is one of those that it's always A little bit bittersweet when college football ends because it's so entertaining and so much of our lives is kind of encompassed by that sport. But yet the sweet part of that is every year when we say goodbye to college football, we know that we are getting ready for what is also one of the greatest postseasons that exist, and that is the NFL playoffs in a magical run. So, yeah, a little bittersweet. Next year will change even more drastically with at this point, I think we'll be ready for semifinal two at this point next year before we get to the final Unreal. coming up, which is just, I don't get it at all. I think that you're making a major mistake, and, and hopefully in whatever version that gets worked out by 2026, that won't be a problem. But, uh, yeah, it is a tad bit bittersweet today as we lay to rest our sweet prince known as college football.
1: We lay the sweet prince to rest I'm I'm sad about it, but I will say there is a part of me that is absolutely delighted at the fact that when college football reboots, it is a 12-team playoff, we have automatic qualifiers from from conference championships and a completely new version of college football, a a more I think right version of college football is on the horizon.
0: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And it's taken us forever to get there. Too long, even in the four-team playoff format. Way too long, even in the BCS era and whatever nonsense that was and how we determined champions before. But we are taking a step in the right direction. I guess it depends on really who you ask. But in my opinion, it is indeed the proper step forward. Uh, I don't like the timing of the dates on it, but I think college football is one of those sports that if you wanted to, you could pretty much grinch about every single last little element of it and to me there's enough grinching that goes on out there in uh in the sports world as is so yeah looking forward to it and can't wait to see how it unfolds
1: well there's a lot wrong with college football and I guess writing one wrong doesn't necessarily fix the whole thing but it sure makes it a lot better than it was
0: it does it absolutely does
1: is it like negative 45 degrees outside where you're at right now
0: it's not negative forty-five. My
1: gosh, it's it's unpleasant to say the least when you walk outside.
0: So did I see today that they Oklahoma City Public Schools closed up shop today? That's right. <laughs> like we'll see you guys later.
1: That's right.
0: See, that's why the east side of the state wins as many football championships as we do.
1: <laughs> I, I, you that know what? Mentality
0: right there. I agree with you. We've gotten soft. <laughs> so we'll see you for another 6 one state championship here in 2024 on the east side of the state from that type of mentality. Yeah, that's Listen, wild. I, t-
1: I took my son to school today. Okay, good. And, good. you know, I-, I, guess, I guess Guthrie competes for their share of, of 5A titles, right? They do. So, yeah. They do. Uh, Guthrie was like, yeah, we're not, we're not canceling.
0: Because they... You can make it. Real men there. That's right. <laughs>
2: it's, not even, it's not even cold today. It's not that cold.
0: I think this morning it was chilly. And the only reason why it was as cold as what it was here is because the wind was blowing in an obscene fashion. The like, wind
1: chill, it feels like minus 45.
0: 30 miles per hour at least here. Yeah. I know when I woke up this morning and looked out the window... The uh, trash cans were laying over the, on their side in the middle of the street, so I had to go out there and pick those up. But yeah, it wasn't too bad, and it's not going to be anywhere near as bad as what they're projecting this weekend through Monday, right. which did I see Monday as a high temperature, is it single digit, Scott, or is it in the I b- low double seen the digits? I honestly the forecast. I think it's like 11 degrees on Sunday is what, is what they're projecting.
1: What did I see the name of, of whatever this is that's coming? Arctic something?
0: Oh, I haven't seen a name.
1: Yeah, there's some sort of name for what's headed our way over the weekend and the beginning of next week. And... El Nino? <laughs> Arctic El Nino. Arctic El Nino. You know what? Let's name it ourselves. Arctic El Nino. By the
0: way, that's the name of my new band. You can catch us performing live over at Kane's Arctic El Nino. <laughs> High of 14 on Sunday, and a high, this is just for Tulsa, and a high of seven for Monday.
2: Oh, see, that's different than what Travis Meyer has. What's
0: Travis at?
2: Travis has 19 on Sunday and 13 on Monday, but a low of zero on Monday.
0: All right, so who do we want to believe? Travis Meyer or my weather app on my iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> I should probably go with Travis, because if I don't, I'll get fired. I mean, at this
1: point... Give, give me Travis Meyer from uh, from off the top row.
2: Clearly. Uh, I mean, at yeah. this point, there's not really a whole lot of difference between 13 and 7. So. so when we get to single
0: digits, and I would make an argument, Scott, that even in the low teens, low double digits, it's kind of comical, right? I mean, we know that it's, it's going to be painful, but when I look... And I see, oh, it's going to be a high of seven on Monday. I just laugh. I just laugh because that's absurd. Seven degrees. So you've got a few days to get your affairs in order, (laughs) such as making sure your faucets are all covered up and nice and neat. Milk and bread. Because the last thing that you need to deal with are frozen pipes. So get those faucets a-dripping and open up those cabinets coming up the weekend.
1: Listen, once it goes below freezing, if there's any amount of wind, it's all the same. It could be uh, yes, it could brutal. be twenty five and it could be ten. If the wind is blowing and it's below freezing, it's all the same thing.
0: So we go through a stretch Miserable. where it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday that we're back above freezing on Wednesday, back into the low forties by the time we get to Thursday of next week. So Yeah, and we've got a day like Thursday that's almost close to sixty. Before the bottom falls out and Arctic El Nino (laughs) comes sweeping down the plains.
1: Because Oklahoma,
0: right? That's right.
1: Because Oklahoma is the only place where we're about to get Arctic El Nino and Oklahoma decides, I'm going to warm you up a little bit before I really punch you in the face with the frostbite.
0: Yeah, before... Acapulco El Nino comes rolling through. <laughs> That's right, because we could have Acapulco El Nino come come through like three days after Arctic El Nino exits.
2: I almost Had didn't make first, it to work Had uh, my first windshield
1: scrape this morning.
2: Wait a minute, Sky, you almost didn't make it to work? Yeah, because you know, early this morning there was like that thin glaze of ice on the roads. And there's two entrances and exits to my apartment, not my apartment, my
0: neighborhood. The glaze that's just enough where you have to really slow down and say black ice?
2: Yes. Okay. And, yeah, and there are two entrances exits to my neighborhood, and there are wrecks in front of both of them. So I couldn't even get out of my neighborhood. (sighs) And then you had
0: to scrape the old windshield this morning.
1: Had to scrape the old windshield for the first time. always a a fun chore
0: so the question that I was asking today you know cuz I'm king of small talk inside of the Griffin media uh, (laughs) coffee closet I call it where everyone huddles in to go and get their their coffee and water is today an example of people not knowing how to navigate through weather situations like yes. this on the highway or
2: absolutely
0: or is it to where it just magnifies how bad of drivers that we are in general which one is it both both aren't they one and the same no we <laughs> okay i was gonna ask you which way do we lead on that though because
1: i i, well, I, I think people in general most people i think are bad drivers anyway Right. I mean, most people have no idea that you're not supposed to just drive in the fast lane and that's a passing lane. Right. (laughs) Like that alone lets you know that most people are bad drivers or the fact that most of the time when I'm trying to get on the on ramp, people want to try and merge onto highway traffic at like 45 miles an hour. Also bad driver.
2: Yeah. Or the people that have no clue what a yield sign is there you go. I, I can't Bad count how driver. many times I've almost been run into the wall um the northwest corner of the IDL or northeast corner of the IDL because people don't yield.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, this Berg, meaning us here in Tulsa, loves us some yield signs <laughs> at some pretty awful <laughs> spots. I mean, th- there's some areas where you merge into this joint that is just – I mean, it, it makes – pucker factor happened so many times i can think of three or four off the top of my head that are just like man there was not careful planning when we thought this out on whoever was designing this but yeah you're right you're right i uh i I, I did encounter this morning it wasn't bad when i left turnpike speeds were pretty normal so we left a few moments early because my wife leaves before we do and uh, on the way, like, turnpike speeds were fine, but I did happen to encounter, I'm going to drive in the right-hand lane, even on the turnpike. And I know, hey, even if it's a slower speed, but you do not need to be driving on the turnpike when you're driving at, I kid you not, 43 miles per hour. oh, 43 on the turnpike, and it's it's clear and dry for yeah. the most part from from where I was into or right to where you merge onto the Broken Arrow Expressway. 43 miles an hour. Like, you are going to get someone killed.
1: I had the fortunate situation this morning where I'm driving on on the road to my son's school. Speed limit's 45 on this road, right? And like Scott said, this was at the time where there's that light glaze, so there are spots where it's a little bit slick. If you are just driving through it, though, you're fine. Right? Like, you don't want to, like, hit the brakes while you're on it. But if you just drive through it, you're fine. I I made it probably three-fourths of the way down this road that's several miles long, driving the speed limit, no issues, and then I get behind a car that, I'm not kidding you, is driving 10 miles an hour. At 10 miles an hour, you're driving so slow that those spots are now slick. Yes. At 10 miles an hour, as opposed to driving through them at the designated speed limit, where you take the slick out of the, out of the equation, what are we doing? You're making my path more treacherous by driving 10 miles an hour.
0: And there's so many of those out there. Just another reminder. And I'm a firm believer in this. And it kind of goes back to the question I posed earlier. Is it more of the actual weather conditions or is it just the fact that we are terrible drivers and it gets amplified because of weather conditions? I don't think that there's I, I find it fascinating that are the things that we pitch a fit about in this country and the things that people argue about and what what rights that you have and everything else that you can take a test and they can hand you a license to get behind a car at the age of 16 and you're pretty much good forever. As long as you go on time and continue to renew that little piece of plastic, you're good. You can jump behind the wheel. It doesn't matter if you have lost any ability or not. Like, you're still good. Why? Because you passed a test when you were 16 years old. 16. 15, probably. 15 in, in right? many cases. But yet, all good. All good. Nothing to see here. Oh, did you show up at enough time and pay the state a small little fee for you to renew your license? Oh, you did? Well, good. Here's the keys for you to get behind a metal death machine. And yet, no one has a problem with that. All good. Hey, doesn't... Wow. Inconvenience having to go do that. No. What should happen is, no matter what your age is, every five years you should have to take some version of, of test. Maybe it's every five years the written test, and every ten years you got to get back behind the wheel and do your driving test again. What would that do to, one, insurance rates, the amount of accidents that we have here, and reinforcing the fact that you should not, even though I'm as guilty as anyone, be on your phone while you're driving? Like, just reinforcing good habits. What's wrong with that? And then once you get past a certain age, that could be up for debate. Let's just call 70 and say, hey, every two years, you gotta go to, you got to go do this. Sorry, it's just where we're at right now.
1: Now, listen, but I don't want to hey, be made to... to I don't want to have to ever parallel park again in my life. So, you know, I just actively choose to not do that. I don't want to have to do that again to pass a test, but...
0: Okay, well, you I, better, you better I, I, brush I up on all to... other elements then, so that yeah. way when you fail that part, you still have enough points to pass.
1: Do you know how many times I, I arrive at a four-way stop, and the car that is opposite me that, that wants to turn left and I'm going straight, how many times they just decide they're going left? Oh, I know. I know. Like you arrive at the same time, right? So then you both stop at the stop signs. Then you both go forward and they just think, like, I'm turning. I'm, I'm just going to make my turn. Like, no, that's not how it works. But I, I genuinely think there are a lot of people that don't even understand that.
0: It gets magnified when there's a stoplight that's out at a major intersection and people pull up and have no idea what's happening at all. Nothing. If you even ask them to try to, hey, can you just give me the definition of of right-of-way, could you? What would the pass-fail rate be for most people? I'd say easily like 80%. I think 80% of people would probably fail that. And am I sitting here saying that I would score a 100 on every single... Question that's on there? No, I probably wouldn't. But still, man, man, oh man! And maybe I'm part of the problem because most people that complain about bad drivers are more than likely bad drivers. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, get- I
1: think I'm a good driver, but I will say I'm 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 more I'm on the aggressive side of the spectrum in terms of driving. I am not a passive driver.
0: I want a candidate that runs on having to retake your driving test every five years. Give me <laughs> one now. Monroe Nichols is running for for mayor. Monroe, if you just you put go. that on your <laughs> on your list of things you want to get accomplished, <laughs> uh, how would that and, go and over? maybe by some the way? sort
1: of government agency that delivers milk and bread in the days leading up to Arctic El Nino.
0: Yeah, there you go. That should be uh, you know what that could be a new service for us. We could start a new a new delivery service and that will be the name of it Arctic El Nino. And then we could go play the canes <laughs> every Thursday night, right? That's right. Arctic El Nino and what we do is we deliver milk and bread.
1: There's some uh, train cover songs.
2: <laughs> and and toilet paper too. We got we got to deliver the toilet paper.
1: That's right. Toilet paper as well. Toilet paper, milk and bread. All the essentials. We got an
2: app and
0: everything. Just hit us up. No complaining about what the delivery fee is going to be at all.
1: By the way, I've got a massive pot of chili ready to be consumed when we wrap up the show today.
0: Man, it's a good time of the year for it. It's a good time of the year.
1: It's been slow cooking since about, uh, I don't know, way early today. So it's, it's going to be glorious.
0: As slow as Washington's offense was cooking last night hey God, that's awful. <laughs>
1: I debated whether you should get it or not, but I I'll give it to you. I wouldn't blame
0: it if, if either of you just looked at me, just <laughs> stared, didn't say a damn thing at all.
1: I will allow it. All right, let's uh let's take our first time out. We've got a lot to get to today, including John Holcomb at five o'clock. John is in Lubbock, so send your thoughts and prayers Holcomb's way as he gets ready for the Oklahoma State Texas Tech Call. Pre-game at six, tip off at seven, right here on the Blitz. And we're talking college football's national championship from last night, in which Michigan claims the twenty twenty-three, twenty twenty-four college football, national title, all of that coming up today. I'm Colby Daniels, along with Jeremy Poplin and Scott File. You're listening to the Blitz 1170, and we are streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.